Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 155 recorded live on May 29th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who most likely doesn't know what he was doing exactly one year ago, Dave Play. One year ago on May 29th at 3.35. No, I don't. Yep, that's what I thought. I can't remember it offhand, no. I could probably look it up. And the man who knows exactly where he was one year ago today. Yeah. Andy Lowe, hi. I know where I was a year ago tomorrow. Well, yeah, I know that too. But I I mean, today, I know exactly where I was at. Today, a year ago, was not exactly an important date for me. (laughs) For you, kind of an important day. Yeah, it was the rehearsal dinner. And at this time, I was getting my straight razor shave. Mm. So I was literally about... In that case, I know exactly where I was. I was right here in my apartment. Because I remember saying, oh, Andy's getting a shave right about now. You do? Yeah. Huh. was not expecting that. So there. <laughs> so you... Based on your location, I know where I was. <laughs> I don't know. That is... I, I don't know. Well, what were you doing, though? Probably browsing the internet. <laughs> if either. I had to take a guess. <laughs> what was I doing? I was either playing games or browsing the internet. No, you know what? I think I was coding. You were coding? Yeah, because I was still in my spring-summer class at U of M. So I could, you know, graduate yeah. with a teaching certification. So you were coding. I was coding. Hmm. I would not have expected that. Either that or browsing the internet, one or the other. <laughs> There's only so much I do with my time. <laughs> But I just thought it was... I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, I know exactly where I was a year ago today. Exactly. Exactly. Well, be careful when you say exactly, Andy. Why? Just remember that you're standing on a planet that's revolving. Well, I don't know where I was in space. Well, there you go. (laughs) But relative to the (laughs) Earth's surface of the Earth. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I said, be careful when you say exactly. That's what you always think about. Because you think about, like, some of the movies that have time traveling... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as, as long as you've got the right momentum, <laughs> except we're not traveling in a straight line at all. No. We're traveling in a circle, which is also traveling in a bigger circle. Which is traveling in yet another circle. Is, there, is the Milky Way traveling in a circle around something I, else? It, it would have to travel around the center of mass of the universe. The universe. Huh. Or a galactic cluster or something. Mmm, galactic clusters. Chock full of nuts. At some point, it has to be rotating around the center of the universe. So we're, we're, uh, we're on a wheel within a wheel within a wheel. Possibly within a wheel. Okay. Right, okay so and I guess possibly within some really funky wheel if there's Earth. multiple universes. Earth, Earth spinning. <laughs> I think I broke Andy. Around the sun, and then the sun goes around the Milky Way galaxy, and the Milky Way galaxy is going around something else. So a wheel within a wheel within a wheel within a wheel. But there's possibly within a wheel if we're in a galactic cluster. Okay. And then there's possibly within a wheel if the universe is rotating around another universe? set of universes. Whoa. This is basically last week all over again. <laughs> a break within a break within a break. But not. Now we're just a wheel within a wheel. Within a wheel within a wheel within a wheel. Within a possible another wheel. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. So, um... What I was alluding to was... Uh, time a, travel or 
well, what um, I was alluding to with originally knowing exactly where we are yeah, before Dave took me on a horrible tangent. Tomorrow is May 30th. Which is our one-year wedding anniversary. I Not say we because... Our. No, yeah. That would be wrong. And illegal. In Michigan. Yes. Not everywhere. Nope. Not. And it probably, my, my personal view, not the view of RA podcast, but my personal view is that it shouldn't be illegal, but. I can see your point on that one and I will agree with you. Yeah. Our as in Andy and Kate, who is sitting next to Andy. Yes. Hi, Kate. Hi. Okay. Now she's going to listen to the episode. Well, are you going to listen to the episode if you. She listens to all the episodes. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, instilling confidence in our audience. Yep, but it, it, tomorrow is, is May 30th, which is Andy and Kate's one-year anniversary, so happy yes. anniversary. Woo! Technically, when you listen to this, it would have been the day before, or a couple of days before. It depends on when you listen to it during the week. Yeah, by the time it's published. Yes, it would have already happened, but that is why I am now in Dave's apartment recording. Because it's your anniversary? Yes. Ah. We, we get a smaller version of ah. our actual wedding cake. You're in town. Yes. Because it was, it, it will be your anniversary. Yes. And since you're in town, you're here recording. Yes. Okay. So with, through this bizarre chain of logic, because of it's your anniversary, within, within wheels, within we're wheels. recording here. Yes. I see. Okay. Now we're on top of that. Sure. <laughs> Just nod your head and say yes. Smile and nod. Smile and nod. Smile and wave. Smile and nod. So that. That was all I had, but that was the intro <laughs> that I knew exactly where I was at because one-year anniversary yeah, and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, killer bees? Killer bees? <laughs> Sorry. You I know, just... I don't read what Jalop... Jalopnik? Yes. The, the site? It's basically Kotaku for, for cars. cars. Right, it's Gawker Media. Yeah. Which is a, a really... Multifaceted company. Well-composed news group is what I was going to say. They that, do a good job. Yes. Um, I don't read Jalopnik, and sometimes I think I should, because I would have missed this gem. But um, it seems that 17 million angry bees got in a truck's accident. <laughs> 17 million. Were, were the bees the cause of the accident or a result of the accident? A result of the accident. Okay. There was a truck transporting 7,000 hives down I-35 in Minnesota. How do you keep the hives from attacking each other? They're probably in individual boxes sealed up. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe <sighs> you're able to give air holes that are too small for a bee to fly through? Possibly. I don't know. They they can, like, bite through things, though. I mean, they chew through wood. Yeah. But um, it sandwiched two cars between itself and another truck, and the 7,000 hives were in a bunch of crates, which were stacked on the back of the truck and only covered with a cloth. So, therefore, <laughs> when the truck was in an accident, the hives went everywhere, and the bees became angry. This <laughs> is... 17 million bees scattered across the highway. It's tough to make a joking matter. I mean, two people did die, yeah. which is terrible. But they didn't die as a cause of the bees. No. this was So just, we can make jokes about the bees, just yes. not the accident. <laughs> when I first read this, I uh, do you remember um, Tommy Boy? Have you seen Tommy Boy? Chris Farley, David yeah. Spade? Yes. Yes-ish? He got out of a speeding ticket at one point because he... They, they were pulling into like this. They started driving erratically, and then he pulls into a field and he's like, oh, I want you to just follow my lead. And he gets out and he starts getting out and he starts yelling about the killer bees. Oh, God, the bees. I'm allergic. They're getting me. And 
the cops just like stand back and then decide to leave. <laughs> oh God, the bees! I was thinking of that, and then I'll, uh, Eddie Izzard always had that comic routine with the bees, but I don't remember that one off the top of my head. Ah, but wow, <laughs> the bees! <laughs> Think if you're just driving to work and you just, my God, this had to bring traffic to a standstill. Oh yeah. Well, you needed to call the fire department in in order to get the EMT people anywhere near the accident. Yeah, because they were surrounded by very bees. angry bees. Oh, God, that poor truck driver. I think the best part about this picture, though, is the guy way in the back with another camera. Looks like a video camera on a tripod. Oh, I didn't notice him in the back. <laughs> He's probably staying at a safe distance. Yeah, like that's probably about as close as you can get. <laughs> oh, the bees. Well, there was a, my parents have a, a pagoda bush in their backyard. Okay. There was a hive swarming that bush the other day. I'm sorry. I mean, like, it, it was just bees, so it was fine. It wasn't hornets or wasps, but as, as you walk towards it, you just hear this Freaks the hell out of most people. Oh, my God. Well, yes, because you normally don't have a humming bush. Yeah. <laughs> There's the singing bush from the Three Amigos. There's the flaming bush from Exodus. Yeah, but there is not really any humming bush. No, this this was a really creepy humming bush. <laughs> so bees, bee populations are getting creamed. Actually, there's been a notable decline. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's why somebody had to truck seventeen, 17 million bees. <laughs> I just, oh, I've got all these bees. How should we secure them? Let's throw a, like, throw a tarp over them. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess this this must be the way that they've done it. But you figure that you're just going to keep losing bees as you drive, right? If they fly out, they're yeah. not going to catch back up. No. So you just got to leave this trail of bees behind you. <laughs> And the hives are going to be significantly depleted when you get to where you're going. Imagine the car stuck behind that semi. All just like coated with bees. Yeah, this the windshield is just tons of bee splots. I still remember the bee that our antenna ninjaed. Oh, the one that the the bee that got cut in half by yep. it there. And the windshield wiper. We killed two bees on that trip. Oh, jeez. One of them just hit the windshield wiper at the right angle and split in half. And, and the, the other, other one, one got caught in the little twirly antenna. I just am very curious how it got caught in the antenna like that, because that's just... Just hit it at the right angle. <laughs> oh, oh, the CCST. Good times. Mm-hmm. So, Rockstar or Rock Band? What about them? Which one do you want to go Oh, uh, let's go with Rockstar. Okay. Rockstar. Who's, who's yelling at Rockstar now? Um, nobody. Rockstar is yelling at people, basically. Really? Yes. As I look at your computer that has a Rockstar logo on it. Yes. And Rock Band insignias on it. <laughs> yes. Actually, can, can you name which ones these are? Pretty easily, yeah. It's the guitar and the drums. No, this is bass. That's bass? I yeah. thought bass is the six. No, th- this is bass... From Beatles Rock Band. Ah. And this is the drums from Rock Band 2. I see. Sure. But um, Rockstar was telling the BBC, well, this is actually Laszlo, so from GTA Radio, if you recognize the name Laszlo, this is the actual person. Turns out he's a writer for Rockstar. Cool. Um, our games are not designed for young people. If you're a parent and buy one of our games for your child, you're a terrible parent. 
We design games for adults because we're adults. There's a lot of kid games out there that's not what we're interested in playing. Just like you enjoy watching movies and TV shows with adult themes and language and violence, that's the kind of thing we seek to produce. I just love that. If you're a parent and buy one of our games for your child, you're, you're a, a terrible parent. parent. Yeah, I could see that. Because all the parents say, oh, you blame the GTA for the violence. Of the U- no. <laughs> Yo, you, you don't blame HBO for producing uh, The Sopranos when your kids start watching that. No, you, you have to. Uh, you're the one subscribing to HBO. Yeah, monitor your kids' activity. We've been saying that. Mm-hmm. We don't even have kids. No, but I just found that kind of funny because it's the, it, the tables are turned now. Ha ha! Yeah. You're talking to me? No, no. Look at look at uh, Here's who a buys the games. All right. Well, that's Rockstar. Yep, Rock Band. Although, have you gotten to play Red Dead Redemption yet? No. I've heard amazing things about it. Well, I um, I still haven't fit. Like, As you what? look up at my GTA Four. Yes. Actually, your GTA my 4. My GTA Four. After the two downloadable content things are out. Mm-hmm. Do you want it back? I still need to finish up Splinter Cell. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Side note, playing Splinter Cell co-op by yourself is possible. Really? Yeah. It's a little bit harder, but it's still possible. hide one person, move the other, yeah. hide them, move the first, hide them. Yeah. But then every once in a while... Just kind of leapfrog. One person will get grabbed by an opponent, and you have like 30 seconds, and then you just have to like drop the one controller and do a mad dash with the other guy to take out the person who's holding your guy. <laughs> But it's possible. <laughs> you should uh, write Ubisoft. I'm not the first one to do this. I actually got the idea because somebody, I think, at Kotaku had pointed out that it was possible to uh, do the co-op with by yourself. Person. Yeah. Very cool. You know, it's also hard to do by yourself. Rock Play band. multiple instruments on yeah. rock band. Yeah. All I can do is... Uh, Guitar and sing. Drums yeah. and sing. Yep. Bass and sing. Yep. That's what I do. Bass and sing is the easiest. Or, now, with Rock Band 3, keyboard and sing. Supposedly. Well, we don't know for sure, because all that we've gotten to go off of... Is a teaser. Yes. Now, the, which, the demo for Rock Band Green Day is out on Xbox Live, and so when you finish up the demo and quit out of the demo, you get this wonderful screen that shows the stickers, basically, that I have on my... Your computer. My computer. One is the bass, one's the drums, one's the guitar, one's the three microphones, which means it's going to have the three-part harmony that's in... Beatles Be- Rock Band. Beatles Rock Band. And then there's some keys. Woo, and not guitar. like keys in a lock, but keys on a keyboard. Ebony and ivory. Yep. So, keyboard in rock band? Probably guitar in rock band, but it boils down to the same thing. But a, a guitar in rock band? That's just... Woo, we're going to go to the future by going back to the 80s and the guitar. As opposed to going back to the 20s with the guitar, bass, drum voice? Yes, but the guitar, bass, drums, and voice is still used in modern bands. As are keyboards. Keytar yes. is just a convenient way to hold it. If you're in an 80s hair metal band... More people than just 80s bands used keytars. Who uses a keytar right now other than freeze pop? Shit. I knew you were going to go for that one, too. That's why I took that, because free pop is one band. Name me another band that you Andy, uses I couldn't name you another modern band. <laughs> You have to remember who you're talking to here. Yeah, I have to realize If it's that. not in rock band, I don't know them. <laughs> so how do you know it's a keytar? Is that what the current speculation is? It's the current is? speculation. It could be a keyboard. It could be a keytar. 
You know what's really funny is I'm thinking about this. Guitar Hero was based off of Guitar Revolution, right? Guitar Rev- you mean Guitar Freak? Yeah, Guitar Freak, sorry. Yeah. The guys who did Dance Dance Revolution right. did Guitar... Konami. Yeah. And then Konami did the Drum Freak. Yeah. And then they did also a Keyboard Freak game. Yes. And you could actually combine all three of those together... And get Rock Band. But there, you could play, yeah. get the arcade, and have three people, one person on each Well, thing, if they had the same songs, yes. Yeah. But they no, no, there was actually a... You, if you could get all oh, three you, of them, you could. Yeah, you could link them up together. Oh, nice! So, Rock Band is basically <laughs> stealing from Konami. Yeah, which tried to come out with their Rock Revolution game and failed. Yeah, they were too late to break into the home market. Yeah, everyone already had the the Rock Band stuff for the Guitar Hero stuff, and their song choice of songs were not that good either. Yeah, but I'm very interested to see how this is, especially with the whole. With the uh, what's it what's it called the the road or whatever the scrolling bit where the notes are actually on the track yeah how's that going to work with the keyboard don't know don't know they have an opportunity here though to really if they actually do a keyboard keyboard to start teaching people how to play the piano well that's what um I'm not sure if it was Rock Band or was somebody else trying to do a game like Rock Band where they had just the notes scrolling down the screen like they normally are. But then the next level up, turn the scroll sideways so it looked like... Like sheet music. Like sheet music. And then it would um, make the notes stationary, so you would have to look at the notes and follow along. Like, of it. And then it would turn the red, green, blue, and orange into actual just regular notes huh. on the sheet music. Cool. So then it, it basically over a period of the it game, you, you would learn how to read sheet music. Yeah, that's cool. So hopefully, if Rock Band 3 does that, that would be awesome. And I love how they have how many... Uh, oh, they even have Ebony and Ivory yep. music video on there. Nice. Guitar Hero. Oh my god, Billy Joel with that hair. Whoo! Whoo, that's, that's some hair. Okay, uh, what do we got next? Oh yes, Shit My Dad Says. What's this show about? Um, well, this show is based off of a book, okay. which is actually based off of a Twitter feed, which is Shit My Dad Says. That's, I see. That's the name of the... T- it's twitter.com slash Shit My Dad Says. And um, it was a guy living with his, like, 73-year-old... Oh, 74-year-old father. And his dad... Um, he just basically tweets what his dad tells him. Like, the most recent tweet as of this recording says, No, humans will die out. We're weak. Dinosaurs survived on rotten flesh. You got diarrhea last week from a Wendy's. <laughs> so That's he started, awesome. started the Twitter feed just posting this stuff, and there are 120 tweets from this guy, and he posted a book out of that, and the book got picked up to be a TV show on CBS starring William Shatner. Nice. But now the, uh, but since they can't say, they can't call the show, shit my dad says. They're they, using pound hash. Yeah, whatever that is in the comics, when you hear, when you see swearing yeah. in, a, in a comic book or something, you always have the, the dollar sign, pound sign, asterisk, Yeah, actually, usually yada, yada, on the yada. comics, it's, it's dollar percent, carat, ampersand, because it's, it's just straight across from the four. Well, I remember, um. Uh, Dick D. Bartolo, when he would do that for Mad Magazine, he would just randomly pick some. He doesn't actually pick an order right. for them. This one is is kind of it, it's trying to look like shit. Yeah, they they got it. You know, they're they're trying to be elite. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting title, just to be at all elite speak. That would be awful. 
But um, so the Parent TV Council is saying that the title of just the random characters is explicit and indecent. I can see where they're coming from. But still, they're just... In all honesty, I can. I mean, they're not making an effort to hide what it really is. At the same time, get the stick out of your ass. They said, CBS intentionally chose to insert an expletive into the actual name of a show, and despite its claim that the the word would be bleeped, it is just CBS's latest demonstration of its contempt for families and the public. There are an infinite number of alternatives that CBS could have chosen, but it decide its desire to shock and offend its crystal clear decision. All right, hold on. It is true that there are an infinite number of choices, but only if they give... Because there's only 26 <laughs> characters on the keyboard. Well, there's way more than 26 characters. Well, oh, there's... 26 letters. 26 letters plus the number of random yeah, symbols. I mean, there's a lot of characters. Yeah. It, it's oh, they're being dumb. Yeah, I can kind of see where they're coming from, and CBS is kind of flaunting it. But at the same time, who cares? I just love how they—it's not actually anything indecent. It's just the meaning behind it is indecent, and therefore the item itself must be indecent. It's I just guess. like the—you just show it up. Or you just take these four characters that they have, and you just show them to people and ask them what it says. They're going to have no idea. Mm-hmm. But you put it in front of stuff my dad says, or shit my dad says, and then they'll then it's indecent. It's- I guess. Well, you know, you can show people the letter F, the letter U, the letter C, and the letter K, and yeah. what do they got? You put it all together, it means something entirely different. But, you know, if, if you want to talk about stuff like this, just go back and listen to George Carlin's Seven Words You Can't Say on Television. Ah, uh, George Carlin. Which you still... I think you've gotten two of them on television now. Well, you've gotten fuck. No, no, on, on over-the-air broadcast. Oh. That's what he was talking about when he said the seven words you can't say on television. Yeah, well, was, originally it was on radio, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that's what the, the whole FCC versus, because it was uh, Pacifica Radio or something like that. Cause broadcast it. it. Yeah, because they actually broadcast it yeah. over the radio, and that's where the whole Supreme Court case right. came in. So they've said shit yes. over the air plenty of times. Yes. Have they said piss? think that you can do piss i remember actually at one point um we've gone through the seven words on yeah. the show before so we shouldn't worry but, about that but um john stewart recently at one point said all seven in a row yeah and i remember two of them were not bleeped out i don't remember which two but two of them he actually could have said <laughs> and he was kind of surprised he's like oh look at that we got two of them <laughs> Woo! only five more to go yeah give it time so, Obama spoke at U of M's graduation, right? Yes, he did. And he's actually now going to be speaking at Kalamazoo Central's high school graduation next month. Cool. Which I'm, I'm, I would be all about listening to Obama speak. Yeah. But I would be actually kind of interested and actually can watch the speech from Adam Sessler. Adam Sessler? Yes. Adam Where's Sessler. He, he spoke at the uh, SMU... Guildhall, whatever, the video game, the game development place in Dallas, SMU school. You haven't seen that in the PAX brochure? Not really, no. Oh. Well, it's a game development college, kind of like Full Sail or stuff like that. And he gave their uh, graduation commencement. There's the Southern Methodist University. Is that? 
Yeah, I don't think the Methodists are big in game development. Uh, it's the only SMU I see in Texas. I just Wikipedia SMU game design. Come on, Wikipedia. Hmm. Doesn't say anything about game design. Hmm. But anyway, it's Adam Sessler giving a graduation speech. So if you've got 26, 27 minutes... Give it a listen. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to get through all of it yet, but I, it's Adam Sessler, right? He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Cherries are delicious. Mmm, cherries. All right. So what's Bill Gates up to besides ridding the world of, of mosquitoes? Um, this is actually not recent. Okay. This was done, I do believe, uh, 15 years ago. Bill Gates published his book called The Road Ahead, yes. where he kind of predicted what the future is going to look like for technology. 15 years. So we're talking 95. The Internet's just taking off. Yeah. Opening up to, to the public. Yes. So Bill Gates writes his book about what is going to happen with technology. Okay. And he's, How does he do? he's kind of hit and miss with some of these. He was kind of, uh, he expected email to replace the need for face-to-face meetings, which, eh. That's still a possibility. It's just not there yet. Yeah, but it, this has been 15 years. That's... It's pretty far in the world of technology. Yeah, 15 years is a long time. Especially at our current rate of development that even... Look at what Android's done in 18 months. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, okay, so the Android, that at the App Store, that's all with Apple's first idea for the App Store, though, right? Was Apple the first one to come out with that whole idea? Well, with, like, the unified App Store, yeah. And that was I just... I think, I don't know, BlackBerry had some form of an App Store. Not really. There were apps? There, there were BlackBerry apps, yes. But most of the BlackBerry stuff was enterprise editions, and it was stuff specific to each company. Okay. But you could still download apps. It's just like being able to download games on your cell phone, but there was no one unified place All to right. go. So he hit and miss on some of his stuff. Some of it's pretty funny. It's, he thought that wireless networks were going to be expensive unused, and in. Uh, unusual to use them to receive an individual video stream. Yeah, he uh, kind of missed that one. Funny thing about that. <laughs> oh, man. 3G uh, and 4G networks now? Yeah. Social networking. Was a hit and a miss. Uh, Online shopping was a miss. Video conferencing was a hit, which... Internet and a web. Let's see. His 286-page book. Only four pages. Wow, on the internet. Privacy. A subset of the information superhighway. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, Bill Gates. Eh. I'm, I'm, this now makes me actually kind of want to go read the book to kind of see where he yeah. where it stands. Speaking of reading books, yes, I picked up the Guildmaster book. Oh, how is it? Uh, it's written by a guy who plays a lot of video games. <laughs> well, he wrote a book about controlling a guild in WoW. Yeah, it's it is a how-to guide on. Building a guild from the ground up. The decisions you need to make before you start, the decisions you need to make during it, how to handle the conflicts. Well, I could see that even comparing that to if you start up a tech company, because most of your guys are going to be... Nerds. Yeah. So... Yeah. No, it's a, it is a, a really nice how-to guide on how to do uh, small group management. How to Or large group management. How to basically be a nerd herder. Yeah. Cute. D- do you like my Star Wars reference there? It's not close enough. No? No. But I, I thought it was a nerd herder. You'd have to say a scruffy nerd herder. Oh, a scruffy nerd and it, herder. In Star Wars, it's nerf herder. Oh. 
Well, Nerf, nerd, it's literally one key on the keyboard. <laughs> it was just a typo in Star Wars, right? Yes. Yep. So Empire Strikes Back was the 30th anniversary. Yes. So Jedi is in two years? Or is it 19? I thought Jedi was 1983. I don't remember if it was 82 or 83. Return of the Jedi, 1983. Okay. So in three years, we have the 30th, 30th anniversary of Jedi. Yes. And the last Star Wars movie. At least say the last good Star Wars movie, except they weren't today. <laughs> it's, yeah. The last Star Wars movie. Just like, man, I really wish Matrix would have been made into a trilogy. <laughs> no, not a trilogy. I just wish there had been a sequel. Yes, I wish there would have been a sequel. To, to tie the up the loose ends. Yeah. No, that, that, the, end, the first ending of the Matrix movie was pretty good, because I love it. It's just the phone booth. It's like, this is, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next. And then he just flies off, and that's the end. Yeah. It's just like, that's how you do what's it. What's going to happen then, next is you're going to fail. Goodbye. Tells you the whole rest of the story. Without- yeah, doesn't he, like, fuck up the Matrix at the end right there? Like, you, you see it from the, the machine's perspective, and there's, like, he introduces a glitch or something, or... I don't remember. I would have to watch that again. You're not going to watch it? Okay. Didn't like the Matrix. I like the original Matrix. That's, That's what we're the talking, one I'm talking about. about. <laughs> yeah. Why do I even own the second one on DVD? What second one, Andy? Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a DVD of a Matrix sequel. I see a coaster. <laughs> I see an empty DVD case that I could use for something else. Right. Okay. So remember the uh, we posted this blog a while ago. Spirit and opportunity? No, they no. were the, the reflections of a newsosaur, the guy who wrote about the death of the newspapers. Okay. Well, he uh, posted recently, which I thought was really interesting, how local TV could go the way of newspapers. Hmm. Which is kind of funny to think about it because the Ann Arbor newspaper is gone, basically. Yeah. We still have the website and the random. So, is he saying local TV, like, you know, uh, Fox 2 Detroit or yeah. something? Or uh. or for us, that's WMT Channel 3 in Kalamazoo. It's a CBS station. But yeah, they're, they're, he's thinking that local TV is going to be the next. And more specifically, the second page of this article is actually all about local news, local TV news. And that our current rate, actually half of your local TV news broadcast is based off of national topics. Right. Because you don't need local no. TV anymore. You go to local dot whatever. But it's... Or you get, you know, a nice local newspaper. I know, but online. if your newspaper's gone... Online. When I want local news, you know where I go? AnnArbor.com. AnnArbor.com. <laughs> but if the, if the AnnArbor.com doesn't work and the local TV is gone... You could literally have the building on the other side of town blow up, and how would you find out about it? Well, actually, if the building on the other side of town blows up and I'm here, I'd probably hear it because there's nothing between us. Yes. Okay, but if you're, say, you're in the valley on the west yeah. side of Ann Arbor. Then you, you wouldn't find out. You're in the... Without a local paper. Yeah. Without a local TV. But that but is going to... Would, something would have to come in and fill that gap. But Twitter. what? Uh, yeah, the Case crowds- Twitter, I, I like that. Crowdsourcing the news is, does not have the depth. And yeah, you also have uh, like the school-funded papers: the Michigan Daily, the Anna, the Washtenaw Voice, the Eastern Echo. Okay, those aren't going to go out of print. No, because they're basically subsidized by the government. The school, right? Yeah. But it, it's just still something to think about. It's just the local. 
Right, but local news would is important enough that people would find a way to spread it. Really? Yeah. Mm. The business model might have to change. Well, the business model is going to have to change no matter what. But if all the local papers stopped and the local website stopped and the local uh, uh, news stopped, then something would come in, someone would step up and say, there's a market here that no one's paying into. But who is who right now is still paying attention to the local news? Well, no one, because it's so easy to get it. It's you think it's easy to get local news? Yes, with AnnArbor.com. <laughs> I know, but they are ahead of the curve right now yeah. compared to the other stations in the area. All right, so let's look at Celine, right? Yeah, you have the Celine Reporter, which comes out twice a week, once a week, once a week now, once a week, just Thursdays. Yes, once a week. So you get a sum a uh, summation of the week's news, and that. Might be what you have to do. Hey, here's the weekend news yeah. recap. What happens in Celine? Nothing. <laughs> Graduations, weddings, and... Parades. Laying off 60 teachers. <laughs> Ouch. They're going to hire like 20 of them back? <laughs> Doesn't help the other 40. <laughs> mm. hmm. I need to start looking at whether or not Celine's hiring again. But it, that's, I just put this up here as basically a food yeah. for thought sort of no, idea. It's, it's interesting, but I, I think that local news is important enough that someone will step in. And, it, you know, even if it has to be a once a week thing, at least you're still getting the news. You know what I'm thinking? It, well, I was going to say the radio could fill that void, but no one listens to the radio. Yeah. As we found out from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, podcast man. the news. There are daily podcasts out there. A little oh. five-minute review of what happened yesterday. Yeah. We could probably do this one. As, well, we wouldn't get enough topics <laughs> to do it as a daily one. We thought about that, and then we're like, wait a minute. We were struggling to get like 10 topics a week. Now we have. Although, you know, if we did it for just 10 minutes an episode instead of an hour. Yeah. We could do that. Monday, well, we'd have to do six days a week. Take one day off. Take Sunday off. And they do just Monday Saturday. through Monday through Saturday. What? <laughs> You're Jewish. It's Saturday. Yeah. He's not. When have I ever followed the Sabbath? I don't know. <laughs> when has he ever followed? It's not a rule for us. It's just as much a rule for you. Well, I don't. You're Lutheran. Lutheran yeah, we don't have right? any really. How, did 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 Martin Luther go and throw that out with the the whole idea that if you work on the Sabbath, you should be stoned? Probably. I'm not exactly sure what he threw out. I don't think so. He he threw out the stuff of, like, the Catholic Church has all the power. Yeah, excommunication and the... Promising to get into heaven for favors, things like that. Yep. Yeah, I I don't think he threw out parts of the Old Testament, though. (laughs) You never know. Pretty sure that part was still in there. Probably. In fact, it was probably in there more fervently than the Catholic Church. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very curious why most of the Old Testament's still in there. Uh... I don't know. That's a question for a pastor and a rabbi. Yeah. That's also a perfect setup for a joke. <laughs> so anyways. So opportunity. Yeah. Is still going strong. And by that, I thought we it, mean, it was like dead. I thought it, no. it failed to phone home and they were declaring it done. Um, well, Phoenix just recently wasn't able to, hasn't called back yet. And they actually did the, the observer. Yeah. Where oh, that was Phoenix and they looked at it, it was like black. Yeah. The solar panels were just completely covered. Well, the, the shadows cast by the solar panels were smaller, which most likely means that all the hundreds of pounds of CO2 ice 
basically broke just broke, a, broke the solar panels. And so Phoenix That's is too bad. dead in the water. But what's still going strong is Opportunity right now. Good for it. It has it broke. Viking One was working on Mars for six years and 116 days, and Opportunity has broken that. And right now, it's still it's actually able to work more because the way the sun is hitting well, Mars. And Viking was a uh, stationary stationary Opportunity yes. rover. Yes. So it's like it's been driving around for over six years now. <laughs> this makes me feel of the, uh, about the XKCD comic though. Right. It's like, okay, can I come now. home now? I'll just keep on driving. Aww. These but, things need to go in museums. We need to collect them. Yeah, if we ever send people to Mars, we really need to pick up some of this stuff that's just sitting there and be like, look what we can do. You want to cut our funding? Okay, we'll just keep on going with what we have. You know what would really be, be odd? This hypothetical search. Earth blows up, like just completely gone. And we haven't gone and picked those up, which means those are the last remnants. Well, that and the stuff on the moon. Well, but I'm saying, like, the Earth really just goes kaboom. Like in... Uh, and takes everything nearby with it. Not not Deep Impact. The other asteroid movie. Uh, uh, with Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. Armageddon. Armageddon, yeah. There we go. We'll just throw a couple of nuclear bombs in the center. Yeah, right, because that doesn't really work at all. The idea... <laughs> Well, it's stupid. The idea isn't to try and blow it apart because, okay, you break it into two pieces in like a couple hours, the gravity is just going to pull it back together. The idea is you set a nuke to just knock its trajectory a little bit yeah, so that it completely misses the Earth. Eh, it, it was an interesting movie. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Deep Impact was an interesting movie. Yeah, it had Morgan Freeman as the president. Right. I Armageddon would for, was not I would vote for Morgan Freeman for president just to let people know. I probably wouldn't. No? He plays one now in, in uh, oh crap, the, the, the South African soccer team or something? Invictus, okay. where he played Nelson Mandela. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So, right now, actually... Um, uh, actually? The record for longest working lifetime by a spacecraft at Mars belongs to the Mars Global Surveyor, which operated for more than nine years. Oh, opportunity. You have a long way to go. Yeah. But the Mars Odyssey, which has been in orbit since 2001, has been working at Mars longer than any other current mission and isn't on track to take the longevity record later this year. So opportunity's got it for right now. Yeah. If Spirit comes back, Spirit hibernated. Okay. So if it survives. Yeah. If, it, if uh, Spirit survives, then it'll take the record from opportunity. And then later, they'll just be beaten by Odyssey. How can they be beaten as long as they're still working, too? I don't know. I haven't figured that out. It's they're just, moving at the same rate. All it's saying is Odyssey has been in orbit since 2001, has been working at Mars longer than any other current mission, and is on track to take the longevity record late this year. But it's already been working longer than any other mission. I so shouldn't it already have... I This is confusing. Damn you, NASA. <laughs> And you wonder why we don't have people on the moon. Hmm. But still, that's just crazy. It's been six years yeah. since these things have been going around. So, hmm. Good Not times. Quite. We're, we, we've only been recording for four years? Yes. Okay. Since 06, Dave. Yeah. Remember that? I, I, yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> so we've been recording since 07. So that's about... Wait, that's like 53 episodes. Eight. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. 
I had uh, stopped at a bar just before you had texted me. I was sitting in my car waiting to sober up. Speaking of your car, good segue. Speaking of my car. IBM just filed a patent to allow basically traffic lights, railroad crossings, and other transportation signals. Oh, yeah, to automatically stop your car. Yeah, to stop your car. So basically it's like OnStar, which is currently able to stop your car, but this would do that at traffic lights just to save on gas. So if you're at a stoplight and the thing knows how long you're going to be at the stoplight, it will shut your car off once you're stopped. And then as soon as the light turns green, it will start your car back up automatically so you can keep driving and you don't waste fuel idling there. Especially if you have a long train of like yeah. 135 cars at one point when I was up in Lansing. I was at a tra- Yeah, no, I just I'm, see I'm the just train come by. It, it takes a little extra fuel to start it, doesn't it? The, the, to start and stop, the, the amount of fuel that you save by shutting your engine off, I mm-hmm. think it's like, I think it's like well, it 13 seconds or something like that. Well, it depends on how big your engine is. Well, yeah, but it, it depends on your engine. But some engines, it's as little as like 13 seconds. Of being stopped? Yeah. If you just shut your car off, if you're going to be idling for longer than 13 seconds, it'd be hmm. more, you'd save fuel just by shutting your engine off. Isn't it harder on the engine, though, to start and stop it? Yes and no. That Modern engines right now, the amount of information that they can use to start and stop it is ridiculous, especially the idle stop systems actually can tell um, where your pistons are located in the engine. Really? So it knows... Which one to fire first. Yeah, which one to fire next to actually... That's already in its compression stroke. <laughs> so it will... That's great. It will basically pick which cylinder to start up on its own, and it will fi- it will rotate them around too. So it won't, in case like your second one, it's, if your cylinder number two is always at near top dead center, which is when compression happens and the spark occurs, right. then it will it will sometimes go to cylinder four or this other cylinder just so it, it will even out the wear. Out. Wow. Yeah. So. Modern engines could easily handle this, but I really would not like the traffic light to randomly shut off my car. Especially, you know, when it's, you know, 90 degrees outside like it is today, and your AC unit is run off your engine. (laughs) So you'd be sitting there at a traffic light. Your engine turns off. Your engine turns off, and your airflow turns off too, so you're sitting there waiting for the light, just going, oh, please, God, turn on the AC again, turn on the AC. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure Intel thought that one through. Or in the... If you're in the middle of winter and yeah. your engine shuts off, well, if, in that case, you you will get some residual heat. From, you'll get a ton of residual heat. Yeah, the engine gets really, really hot. Yeah, my coolant on my car is right around eighty degrees centigrade. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It's the five Four ninths six. plus thirty-two. I don't know nine fifths. Nine fifths. It's well below two hundred, but not by much. Yeah. Well below, but not my, by much. Wow, that was great, Dave. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, IBM wants to shut off your car well, at a stoplight. Uh, IBM or Intel? IBM. This is all IBM's. Okay, I thought it was Intel. Wow, so IBM's really picking up that Big Brother vibe again. Yep. Jay Allard. Goodbye, Mr. Allard. Really cool guy who was responsible for a lot of the good stuff at Microsoft Games. He's basically like the Xbox godfather sort of yeah, person. Like he, he helped invent the idea behind the Xbox. Yeah. Is gone. Also is uh, Robbie Bach, too, who is head of Microsoft's Entertainment and Devices Group. So basically the two big head honchos at Xbox leave. Goodbye. 
Um, Did they leave or were they? Well, they they said that they left and they're retiring and all that stuff. Right. But it was probably, Who you knows? guys need but to go. <laughs> literally, they're leaving how many weeks before E3? Two? Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, because it's the 13th through the 17th, I think, something like that. But uh, yeah, so they're, they're <laughs> two head honchos who would be sitting there giving your keynote. Oh, neither of them give the keynotes. No, Jay Allard gave the keynote because I remember there was a still there was a keynote where he was talking about uh, the update to uh, Jay Allard was the one giving yeah. the keynote. Uh. he always had the the, the sports coat and he had like the hoodie, oh, yeah. like the t-shirt, and he that one of the keynote speeches he was actually just sitting down on the stage talking about cool all the uh, updates to the new the Xbox new blades Live for the NXE. Yeah, NXE. I was trying to think of what the name of it was. New Xbox Experience. That's what those are. Okay. Okay. I'll have to remember that. So this gives a nice little backlog of all of their... Um, their stories. Their stories, yeah. So if you want to hear, know the history of these people and why they left and all everything else like that... Stories up there. Yep. How are we doing on... Uh, L- oh. Uh, one, I think is up 103 minus 10 is 53. Okay. We're good. So we still have time. A video game theme park. Yes. There's not much other than this web page. <laughs> <laughs> I take it this is a, a, a thought experiment? The Game Nation website states that in the next 12 months, Game Nation will be siding on the best location for the experimental theme park. Kalamazoo, Michigan. No. No? No. I think you could get some serious tax credit. To open a theme park in Michigan. Maybe. I have a feeling that the economy is so bad right now that you could walk up to Lansing and say, what will you give me to open a theme park? I I don't know. But the idea is, as you pass through the gates, quote unquote, you will leave behind all worldly stereotypes. You're now one of millions, all equal, separated only by your skill, wit, and achievement. Well, then you're not be- equal, are you? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're now one of millions all You're equal. You're all equal, but you guys are better than you guys. <laughs> oh, you guys are better at this game. Well, then you're not equal. Um, I'm just getting the bad images of loading screens. <laughs> That's all the queue lines will just be called loading, loading screens. Screen, yeah, the loading line. I can just see you going halfway through one of the older rides. Oh, hold on. We have to change discs. <laughs> no, no, those would be the medium rides. The old rides are just like the cartridge. <laughs> Oh, God, so, all right, so you, as an ID to track your, your points and your scores, you get, like, a little cartridge that you stick in. And you plug it into each ride at your seat. You get achievements. Ride this roller coaster 12 times in a row. Oh. Because <laughs> you know there's going to be those achievement whores are just going to be like, fine, go. You mean you and me? Not really that much. No? No. You, you've calmed down? I just play games because they're fun. If if, the, if there's an achievement for playing on at a harder difficulty level, I'll try that out just because mm-hmm. I want to try out the harder difficulty levels. <laughs> but he uh, he wants to implement the ESRB system for rating <laughs> the rides. Experiences get rated E for everyone. That's would be awesome. safe for the whole family. E-10. And M-rated rides, too. You're going to see... You are gonna see headshots, he says. Oh my! I I think that this is a possibility. This would be like, wasn't there like a Hard Rock Cafe theme park at one point? And a, you uh, mean the Hard Rock Cafe? <laughs> well, no, no. They actually had like a theme park plan down in Florida, if I remember correctly, at one point. No clue. But 
so I mean, you'd have to talk to all the companies to get the licenses for this. Yeah, and what happens if some of the big games? Oh God, could you imagine like the Civilization ride? How boring <laughs> it would be! <laughs> all right, we're going all night. <laughs> you just get in, and you sit there, and you, you go really. What? No, it happens. It it gives you the chance to get off. But it's a fake chance. You always have to stay on till the next one. <laughs> You're like the gate goes up and then it just slams down. It's like one more turn, moves on. They will start out really fast because those first couple of turns, right? Are right and it just boom, and then it just slows down. And it and slows down. down and slower and slower. Even better, then, it could be one of those really twisty ones, so that it really is always one more turn. <laughs> and at the very end, you just. You're just slowly getting crushed under the weight of micromanagement and all the, your armies and battles and everything, and you just feel the the, the pressure of your harness to actually just starts pushing you down your seat more and more and more. Oh, God. What would GTA 4 be? <laughs> just an open sandbox with you shooting everything in sight. They would give you, it's like the Men in Black ride where you have the little light guns, and you just blow, playing laser tag. blow shit up. Um, Halo would be a shooting game, but it would just be the same hallway just over and over yeah. again. <laughs> I think, like, Halo, you could do the the little uh, Coney Island sidewalk games, the boardwalk ah. games. Could see that. You just have, like, a gun with a covenant, and you shoot them. Hmm, what other games? There would be Pong. You just bounce back and forth. <laughs> you're not the paddle, you're the ball. So you just be going back and forth, back and no, forth. No, no, yeah, um, Pac-Man. Would be the that would be the theme for one of the restaurants. All the waiters are ghosts. Until somebody accidentally eats one of the pellets, and all the the waiters change colors. They all run away from you. He ate the pellet. Run away! Run away! No, it's it's the after dinner mints are the pellets. And yeah. the banana topping and the... So is there banana in? I think so. I don't remember. There's like cherry, cherry, orange. Cherry, orange, strawberry. I don't remember what the I other are. I think there's are. a fourth, and then it just keeps repeating the... Maybe. I don't know. Uh, what other good games could you do? Um, JRPG. Burger eggs. Time. Burger as Time a, is a restaurant. As a restaurant. Oh, that'd be... You literally would just build your own burger. Yep. <laughs> um... Hmm, what else would be a good ride? You could just have the rock band ride where you're nah. kind of kind of like amplitude sort of thing. No, no, no. Or is, or is, it, is it frequency the other one? That's both of them. It's the same. Okay. setup. Mm. Although you could, I guess you could do a ride for like rock band where the, the literal track of the ride is colored. Yeah, and it plays it as you go along it, and, and you, you could you could have it switch with every song. So when you get on, there's a little screen on your armchair, uh, the the armrest, and you vote for one of four random songs, and you you get teamed. You get you get, instead of like one car that holds four, oh, people, four cars. There's four cars all in parallel, and you're trying to gain a high score. The, the, the more you play in sync. No, no, I wasn't talking about actually playing it because oh. that would be like impossible as you're going through these five G turns. But it just everyone votes for it, and then the track changes to be that song, which everyone ah. gets the highest vote. Huh. I do like your idea of having you know, the drums, the guitar, and the bass. And then you have you could do the one versus one hundred ride. Well, not really a ride. Not but so it's, much a ride. It's it's just like an audi- It's an audience participation game. You have a hundred yeah. people in the crowd, and you try and be the last one. Yep, that would be fun. Hmm. 
I don't know what else. Hmm. Ooh, Mario Kart bumper cars. <laughs> oh, that damn blue shell. <laughs> oh. I was just thinking like uh, uh, ARGs, augmented reality. So you've got a screen on your cart that has targeting information. Well, not bumper cars. You could just do go-karts. Or go-karts. And, and as you hit them, yeah, the as car you hit the virtual, shuts down. Yeah, the car will shut down. Or you could have like a little motor. So if you accidentally hit a no, a spinning out peel. would be too like it would be too hard. It would just you'd shut down and then yeah. go again. Th- that would be great, an augmented reality go kart game, right? Because if you could just get the GPS in all the cars, and they could see where they are on the track, and so you wouldn't even need GPS. Just get a, a radio triangulation. That could work as well. Well, what's GPS other than radio triangulation? Yeah, but that's using satellites. You do it like much closer. It's got to be much much more accurate. Six of one, half a million miles in the sky right, for the right. other. Well, not half a million, but I'm just trying to. I'm six of one, half dozen in the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I think this could be fun. <laughs> well, we'll see what it's going to be. It's know? not going to happen. No, well, no one would put the money up for that. He says it's going to happen within the next twelve months. It's they're right. Gonna... They're going to pick a location in the next twelve months. There's probably a way to sign up for emails on their website. I think you and I should go into consulting with this company. We should be like, here's what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, to get updates and free stuff from Game Nation, please give your email. Okay. So there you go. League of Legends. Which is? A game similar to Defense of the Ancients. Okay. Uh, the best way to think of it is instead of tower defense, yeah. it's tower attack. So you're trying to attack the towers. Right. You are a five-man team going against another five-man team. Oh, so it's like... It's Dota. Okay. It's Defense of the Ancients, which was a Warcraft 3 map. Yes. Which was a lot like Demigod. Well, no, Demigod was like Dota. <laughs> I know that. They're all Dota clones, which is a terrible... There needs to be a, a name for the genre, and there Other isn't. Other than Dota? Yeah. It's but a anyways, game. It's League very... of Legends is coming out for the Mac. There's actually a game coming out for the Mac that's well, not Steam? <laughs> I was about to say, I mean, like, <laughs> Valve just kind of ported everything over. Yeah. So, it, that's what I said. Now it's before Macs are only for, not for gamers. Well, now it's Macs They're are getting just there. for Steam. Elitist gamers. <laughs> yeah, elitist gamers. And now there's League of Legends for the Mac, so. Yep. It's a fun game, and it's free. Oh, it's free? It's a free game. Oh, hey. It's a free up if you've got a little time here and there. It's a fun game. Okay, what do we have now? Last one, Time Warner and NV- NBC Universal Backflash. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Saying to Apple, uh, no thanks. We've got our stuff invested in Flash, and that's where we're going to keep it. I'm very curious what's going to happen at the next Apple keynote. What is that, June... It's coming up. Is it like June 9th or something like that? Yep, and Steve Ballmer will not be presenting. <laughs> I want to know who said that rumor that Steve Ballmer was going to be presenting. I don't at. know. What, Dennis Hopper is dead? So is Gary Coleman. Oh, my. What happens if you don't pay attention to the news for a weekend? Well, that sucks. I liked Dennis Hopper. Hmm. Random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time from my wonderful offline list. Andy's glaring at me now. The random topic offline list that I have. Just saying. Teaching. Okay. (laughs) You want to grade all my quizzes? I'll write a a random topic thing. (laughs) Would you want me to grade all your quizzes? 
if you could grade them well. <laughs> well is a very... Um, if you could grade them accurately. Actually, I, I think I have um, issues with FERPA if I were to let you grade the quiz. Probably. Anyway, so we rolled ahead of time, and the topic is skinny jeans. Some people should wear them, some people should not. Let me refer some people can wear them, some people should not. Nobody should be wearing skinny jeans. You don't no. think so? No! I think there are some people that look good in skinny jeans. Ooh! I don't know offhand. They, they just look... Ba- Ow, that's really hot. <laughs> they just look... <laughs> it's like that and wearing leggings. It's just, no. It, that's what skinny jeans are. It's basically the modern Denim version legging. of Denim leggings. leggings. Granted, leggings are now back in style, unfortunately. But skinny jeans, no, that's... Okay. That's... I, I really don't have anything else to say on the topic. I, I've never been a fan of people wearing tight pants. Okay. That's why you and I always wear khakis. <laughs> yeah. Neither of us like wearing jeans. Yeah, fit. And you're an old man, evidently. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I don't have a lawn. Neither do I. <laughs> Get off my couch? No, you can stay on my couch. That's okay. fine. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say on skinny jeans. And I'd rather think about more rides for a video game for the park. <laughs> oh, it's just... It's one of those things that just came out and you're like, why? Why? No. no Super no. Mario roller coaster. Every time it hits the bottom of the hill, you get the... Or that you'd break through a brick ceiling mm-hmm. of some sort. And you'd have to... Uh, well, you probably can't have the cart jump the, to oh. a flagpole. No, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Straight drop at the bottom. Anyways, all right. So yeah, skinny jeans. No, no, no. Okay, just I have to go buy a pair of skinny jeans. How many pairs of jeans do you own? One and a half. One and a half? Yes. You own one leg of jeans? <laughs> Almost. I own a pair of jeans. Yes. Which is to say a single... Yes. And I have jean shorts. That's still a pair of jeans. But it's only half a pair. It covers half of my legs. It's still a pair of pants. No, it's a pair of shorts. Which is half a pair of pants. <laughs> That's still a pair. Because there are two legs. Yes, but it's shorts versus pants. <laughs> Which are still... Which is full length versus half length. So, if you owned t- if you owned two pairs of shorts... None of us are in that case, actually. <laughs> you have a pair of pants. You would have two pairs of shorts equal one pair of pants. I guess. <laughs> so, if I told you, oh, I'm sorry, you have to wear pants to this, which would be anything that you have to wear pants to... You could put on two pairs so, of shorts. If you want, I could get into the modern algebra crap with this and tell you that it's a different sense of addition. Like taxi cab geometry is a different sense of geometry. Right. No. <laughs> that does not work. You have pants and shorts are the same You're thing. Pants when and shorts are equal. Huh? When you're counting items of clothing, <laughs> pants and shorts are both one pair of pants. Thank you for listening, everyone. No, until you agree to this, I'm not stopped. You can't mute yourself. Fine. Run away.